From the Indiana Daily Student in Bloomington, this is Posted, a guide to the week's top stories. Today is April 5th. I'm Lydia Gerke. And I'm Jacob DiCastro. Today we'll be talking about an Uber misunderstanding, Little 500 drinking tickets, and more mumps on campus. And later we'll be talking to reporter Christine Fernando about her story about why the College of Arts and Sciences requires students to take P-155, public oral communication. A rumor about a possible Uber-related abduction Monday has been cleared as a misunderstanding, according to IU Police Department Captain Craig Monroe. A screenshot of a group me message started circulating around noon Monday describing the event. In it, a woman wrote she was almost abducted Monday morning by a man in a red Hyundai she believed to be her Uber driver. The man called her by name and she got in, she wrote in the message. She also wrote she knew something was wrong when they pulled away from her residence and she saw the correct car that was supposed to be her Uber. Two women with the same name ordered Ubers to the same location and one of the women entered the wrong vehicle, Monroe said. There was no abduction. A ticket to the Little 500 races this year will cost you $35 if you buy it in advance. Getting a drinking ticket will cost you a lot more. Last year, 102 tickets were issued during Little 500. IU Police Department Captain Craig Monroe wrote in an email that IUPD's policy is to issue a citation to people caught drinking underage. For public intoxication, however, officers will arrest and take the person to jail. If someone's blood alcohol content is 0.25% or higher, they will be taken to the hospital first before being taken to jail, Monroe wrote. People can get minor cases dismissed by participating in a pretrial diversion program, according to the Monroe County Prosecutor's Office. This year, it will cost $549 to go through the program, according to a document from the Monroe County Prosecutor's Office. Three cases of mumps were confirmed at IU last week, bringing the total number of cases up to six. Two of the patients were in close contact with each other, IU spokesperson Chuck Carney said. One affected person lives in a fraternity house, but Carney said the house won't be identified to protect its members' privacy. The other two cases lived off campus. He said one of the cases of mumps was diagnosed in an international student. IU is notifying and advising those who have been in contact with these people to get an extra measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine as a precaution. Mumps is characterized by swelling of the salivary glands and pain while chewing, accompanied by fevers and headaches, according to the Mayo Clinic. Vaccines and practicing good hygiene can prevent mumps. Today we are talking with reporter Christine Fernando about her story about the infamous College of Arts and Sciences class public oral communication. Thanks for being with us, Christine. Thanks for having me. Most people know what P-155 is, but can you explain it for those who don't? Yeah, it's just a general public speaking course that's required of all college arts and sciences majors. Um, And it's just something that a lot of students tend to complain about and rant about. It's kind of like this running inside joke among all the students in the college about, you know, (laughs) how they have to take it when they don't want to take it. So So what makes this class so controversial among these students? Mm -hmm. So basically what my story gets at is that the biggest point of contention is that students really just want a public speaking practical course where they learn the skills they need and then they get out. Um, But a lot of the professors uh, have backgrounds in rhetoric and they really like teaching the theory with the general public speaking um, skills. Um, And that's kind of a tradition that's been around since um, like ancient Greece of like combining the two and it really fits along with the whole liberal arts education. Um, But a lot of students just feel like it's not practical to learn the two. So why are students uh, required to take this class? 
So basically, I don't remember what year it was, but uh, there were some curriculum changes in like state universities in Indiana uh, that encouraged universities to focus more on public speaking because it was becoming more and more something that employers were looking for. So then the executive dean, um, Larry Single, and um, like members, like faculty members of the College of Arts and Sciences, they all kind of got together and they had a vote to say if they should require a course like this. Um, so they ended up requiring this course and um, a professor here, Robert Terrell, kind of combined a bunch of existing public speaking courses and turned it into something that would be applicable to all college students. So can you tell, uh, tell us about the professor behind this class? Yes, the professor behind it is Robert Terrell. He's the one who made the first class. Um, so he went through a bunch of iterations, and then that was picked up later by John Arthos, um, which is the, probably the professor that most people associate with public world communication today. And he's also gone through some iterations of the course, too. In the last two semesters, he's made a lot of changes to the course and um, like how it works on Canvas and things like that. So, yeah, he's the guy. What's the basic outline for the course? Um, so it's a lot of mini lectures that are recorded, and then students will like watch it on Canvas. Um, so a lot of it is online. So you'll watch the mini lectures. You'll take some quizzes. There's a lot of vocabulary involved. So you'll like memorize some vocab, um, and then all of that. And then there's also, of course, the speeches themselves. And I think typically there's three or four main speeches um, that students will give. Um, in lab sections. So I think a uh, full disclaimer, I've taken the course. Have mm -hmm. you both taken the course? I've taken the honors version of it under the English department. I took the international communication section, mm -hmm. which is a pretty small section. Yeah. Um, and it, it was a mix of domestic and international students. So it was definitely like a different experience. But uh, I've got a second major in international studies. So mm -hmm. it was something that was really interesting. And I think it made the class a little different for me. But I still felt a lot of the same things I think a lot of people feel. Yeah. So considering that we've both taken three separate <laughs> public speaking courses, is there a push from students to allow different courses to count for the public speaking requirement instead of just the one? Yeah, one of the students I talked to took a course under the School of Ed that was a public speaking course, and she was very frustrated with the fact that it didn't count um, for her public speaking course once she switched to environmental and sustainability studies, I think. Um, so I think there are a lot of students who see that as unfair. Um, but yeah. Are there any possible solutions or ways to change this course? Yeah, um, I think some things I've talked about with students is, one, making it so the students can waive the course if they've taken a similar course, um, having some sort of thing if you, like, do debate club, like that, stuff like that that you can waive out of it, maybe, like, take some sort of test and get out of it. Um, there's also been talk of, because, um, you know, like, Kelly and School of Ed, they each have, like, individualized public speaking classes. But for the college, there's so many majors, but everyone just has to take this one course. So there's been talks of um, by students, like, maybe we should have courses tailored to each major so to make it more useful specific to a major. Um, 
But again, I've talked to a lot of the professors behind the course, and there's they have reasons as to why they want it to be like for everyone, just so you know it can help communicate between um, different you know fields of study because you're not always just going to be like we're not always just going to be talking with journalism students so just learning how to communicate with people who aren't in your field of study um, and just like logistically it's a lot easier all right thanks for being on the show with us today christine yeah thanks for having me thanks That's it for us in today's episode of Hosted. Follow us throughout the week at idsnews.com and on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at idsnews. This week's stories are reported by Caitlin Edquist, Alex Hardgrave, Joey Bowling, and Christine Fernando. Our music is by Matthew Waterman. I'm Lydia Gerke. And I'm Jacob